Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the My Best Life podcast. Before we begin today's episode, I do want to mention that my new novella, my young adult horror novella, All the Good Girls Go to Hell, is out now. It's on Amazon. By the time you hear this podcast, it's probably everywhere where books are sold online. But I did sort of like a soft release where um, I put it up on Amazon on Friday and over the weekend and today is Tuesday so today is the day where it will be released everywhere where books are sold sold in paperback or ebook format I'm so excited to get to share this story with you it was just like a fun story that you know I usually write books with like themes like important themes like insecurity and anxiety and body image issues and you know like very important topics that with me it's so important to use storytelling as a means to let other people know that their experiences are not they're not alone in their experiences and we're all kind of going through the same stuff and I love writing it through young adult fiction because it's just kind of a reminder that it doesn't matter how old you are, we're always going to know what it feels like to have our heart broken or be in love with someone and what it's like to not believe in yourself and, you know, to develop your confidence over time and, you know, stuff like that, that told through the perspective of, you know, a 16-year-old experiencing it for the first time or almost kind of feeling like, oh, this is a big fucking deal. I mean, it is a big deal. But, you know, everything just feels so much more intense and so much bigger when we're young. So I love getting to share all of that through the teenage, young adult perspective. But All the Good Girls Go to Hell, I wrote it purely for fun. It's kind of like a Riverdale slash The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina-style, like, thriller, horror, teen, sexy. I don't know if it's sexy, but... I just wrote it for fun and it was terrifying to write something that didn't have a lot of deep themes behind it but also really fun at the same time to just make something that came from my brain you know and in addition to all the good girls go to hell I also have a short story that is a part of a of a horror anthology by High Dive Publishing it's called Horror at the High Dive and it's a collection of 12 short stories and one poem. It's published by my friend Peter Harmon, who was on the show not very long ago. Um, I think like a, about a month ago, probably. Um, and we talked a little bit about horror at the high dive and the whole process. But today I'm going to dive a little bit more into writing both All the Good Girls Go to Hell and Horror at the High Dive where I have one short story, brand new, never before read by anybody except whoever is in possession currently of the horror of the High Dive uh, anthology, maybe the other writers, maybe their friends. Um, So I'm going to post links um, so that if you're interested in buying either of those uh, books, you can. Horror at the High Dive is currently under pre-order, so I'm going to post the Indiegogo account if you are interested in getting the pre-order 
it's $15 just for the paperback book, but there are a lot of really awesome perks in there that also includes getting a copy of All the Good Girls Go to Hell, or you can even book a novel writing slash publishing session with me. Uh, that's like one hour and we'll go over any questions that you might have about the whole writing and publishing process. All right, let's dive into today's episode. So today's topic is very exciting for me because I don't think I've truly dived into what my writing process is and what my goals are for every writing session and the expectations that I set for myself. As many of you know, if you've been following me following me for a while and you are a fan of my work or at least pay attention to when I publish books, I wrote a fantastic mess of everything in 2016. And I also published like a little poetry chapbook at the end of that year. The following year, at the very beginning of the year, like in middle of the year, I guess, May, I, post, I, I published a short story, only 66 pages long, but I worked on that at the beginning of the year. And then I was working on All the Stars on Fire for a few years and didn't publish anything at all which was like looking back, I'm like, wow, that's weird that I didn't (laughs) do anything. But last year I published All the Stars on Fire, finally. Oh, my cats are growling at each other. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, hissing, scary. (laughs) I published All the Stars on Fire last year. And then in addition to writing that and like putting the finishing touches on it, because I was still writing it in 2019, I started working on this short story for Peter because he approached me and asked me if I wanted to contribute to his horror anthology, Horror at the High Dive, and I said yes. So I started writing a short story that would become All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Initially, I was writing that just for Peter's horror anthology, but I realized at some point that I was writing way too much. I was at 1,500 words, 1,000 words, I'm sorry, 15,000 words, 1,500 would have been great, but I was at 15,000 words, and I asked my best friend, Joe Cabello, who was also writing a story for the anthology, how long his book was in words, and he told me it was like 2K words or something like that, and I immediately knew like, holy shit, I wrote too much, but I love this story so much that I decided at the very last minute that I was going to keep all the good girls go to hell. I was going to release that separately the following year, because this is in 2019, as my own thing. But I was going to rewrite an entirely new short story that ended up being like 4,000-ish words uh, called Fangirl. Completely different story. It's not even remotely similar to all the good girls go to hell. And I wrote that for Peter, and I, the fact that I was even able to come up with something, um, I actually pulled it from a short story that I was writing years ago when I had like a WordPress blog. So if you were, if you're able to find that WordPress press blog, it's probably like beckmedina.wordpress.com or something like that. You could, you'd probably find a version of it. Um, it was not called Fangirl. I think it was called Boy Toy. Which, looking back now, that's still a pretty good name. Um, Once you read the story, if you plan to, Fangirl and Boy Toy both work out very well. But I felt like Boy Toy kind of gave away too much. So, I ended up writing 
a novel or at least like working on slash putting the finishing touches on a novel and then writing two short stories and I did the two short stories at the end of like October and November December maybe a little bit at the beginning of January too so I worked on those two projects um for like three months fangirl was written in like two days so I I can't say that I worked on that one for a long time but I want to talk about my writing process and how you know this year in 2020 I continued to work on I'd Strike the Sun which is part two of All the Stars on Fire I've been working on that and then you know putting the finishing touches on All the Good Girls Go to Hell my plan is you know I had this short story that I made in 2020 I want to publish I'd Strike the Sun in 2021 and also put out part two of All the Good Girls Go to Hell. So just so you know, if you read All the Good Girls Go to Hell, there is going to be a sequel to it. That sequel might be it. I'm not going to like go and make a whole series out of it. These are just novellas and they're supposed to be read like if this was translated to a TV show, every novella is like three-ish episodes of this series quote-unquote series so if you want to look at these novellas as like just a continuation of a single like series and you know like six a six part you know whatever if it were a tv show it's not that long um I don't know if I'm making any sense now but just so you know like my plan next year is I'd strike the sun in the middle of the year and then Uh, part two of All the Good Girls Go to Hell at the end of the year around this Halloween slash Friday the 13th season. There's not going to be a Friday the 13th next year, I don't think. But what November passes as like a scary time still because, you know, it's like the season of cold and creepy. (laughs) I don't know. So in order to put out projects, I think that writing a book every other year for me, like a very lengthy uh, novel, that works for me because it gives me the space to create without feeling like I'm under such a tight deadline and it doesn't make my audience feel like they're waiting for years for me to publish my next book. Um, And then the short story, like putting out things like that, I would love to put out more short stories in the future in between novels, but you know, putting those out at the same time um, in the same year, like, 2020 I didn't write a novel but I did put out a short story like that feels really good to me and that makes me feel like I'm still giving my audience something which is you know like that's the whole point of writing for me is I want you guys to always feel like you can consume something by me and you know of course it's always high quality that's why I want to talk about my writing process because I feel like it's not perfect and I'm always changing when it comes to my projects like I've never done the exact same thing every single time, but I think what I do right now really, really works. So I kind of subscribe to the Stephen King style of writing. He writes six pages a day, apparently. I've read some other numbers, like he writes 2,000 words a day. Um, So I'm not exactly sure which one is the most accurate, but for me, if I could write six pages a day, perfect. I'm happy. Um, In the beginning of my writing projects, like when I'm first starting like that first month, I'm pretty cool with like three pages a day. Or like if I could even get like some dialogue written and then 
plus those three pages, whatever, if I can just like work toward getting to six pages in the beginning, like, excuse me, I'm pretty happy with that. But as we're moving more into like the middle of the project, like month two, month three, I like to see six pages. And as we're getting closer to the end of the book, like a chapter a day is like the goal or like that's usually the equivalent of 12 pages. So if it's like a pretty long chapter, then we're looking at anywhere from like six to 12, sometimes more, but it's usually not pages. And in that case, I'm pretty cool with separating the chapters by like every six pages or something close to that. So I do subscribe to the Stephen King six pages a day thing. I don't personally write every single day. I write maybe three to four times a week. When I'm like really feeling it, I I could write five or six, but for the most part, I would say like four is probably a good average for me. And what I like about this is that six pages, it does and doesn't feel like a lot. Like one person might think, wow, six pages is a freaking lot. And then other people might think, yeah, like six pages is nothing. I can write more than that. I write, you know, like 12 or 15 pages a day. I write 5,000 words or, you know, like everybody's going to be different when it comes to what six pages feels like. But for me, six pages feels manageable. It doesn't feel like a big goal. And if I'm just not feeling it that day, I won't write six pages. I'll just get as much as I can done and call it a day. But for the most part, I'm writing maybe anywhere from an hour and a half to three hours every writing session. Um, For me, as long as I know what I'm doing when I'm sitting down in front of the computer, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on this section. And I like to personally write dialogue for whatever I'm going to narrate and complete the next day. But that doesn't always happen. And at the end of every session, I like to have a game plan. Like, okay, what am I going to do at the next session? So having that plan of like, I know what I'm doing going in to the session. Every session is very important to me because I found on those days when I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm kind of winging it, those are the worst writing days. Like, it's good even if you only get like two pages written, but you knew what you were going to do then you're at least a little bit closer than if you were to just sit in front of the computer and you're trying to figure out like, what am I gonna write today? Always go in with the plan, that's my motto. And if I'm consistent about four days out of the week, you know, sticking with my roughly six pages a day goal, I can usually finish a novel, at least the first draft of a novel or whatever draft I'm working on, in like six months and like that's reasonable to me if I can finish something anywhere from like four to six months then I know I didn't rush I took plenty of breaks you know like days out of the week I didn't overextend myself and it's consistent it's so much like working out I tell everybody when it comes to writing books like writing is just like exercising as long as you show up And even if your sessions aren't perfect, you know, like working out, if you don't have a perfect workout session, it's the fact that you showed up and you persist. That's really what matters. It's about progress, not perfection. If perfection was what I based my writing sessions on, I would probably quit. I would have quit a long time ago. But for me, it's like really important that 
as long as I show up for myself and I'm consistent and I, even on my worst days, look at what I've written on the page and I'm like, you know what, this has brought me a little bit closer toward my goal, then I feel good. I I set very low expectations for myself when it comes to writing, but I think people are under the impression that because I produce, at least now, I'm like putting out something every year or two multiple things a year. I think people are under the impression that I write like a lot. I'm sure there are so many people who are listening to this right now who are like, okay, so she's not writing like four to eight hours or all day long. Like, no, I cannot do that. And I'm envious of anybody who can. I know like Maya Angelou would like book a hotel room and she would write for like six hours or more just like all day long until it was time to go home you know I wish I could do that I for one don't have the mental capacity or the attention span to do either of those things I'm pretty envious of that I wish I could be somebody who's like that but for me a few hours a day you know more days than not is really the best way to go for me And I think sometimes because I only write for a few hours a day, or I mean, not even hours, like sometimes it's just like an hour and a half, but I think because I write so little and it's such a small part of my day, I often am like, ugh, am I a real writer? And I think that's where like the hustle mentality that I've talked about so much, you can really just be like, fuck that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um... The reality is is that when it comes to all work, like I'll have one or two days max a week where I'm really working hard and doing a lot of things. And I wouldn't even say two, like two sounds like too much. You know, I have my days where, you know, I still have clients uh, who I work with and, you know, to work on their programming and make sure they're good to go um, in addition to, you know, doing author related stuff and stuff for my social media because as many of you know I also you know I'm an affiliate for a couple of brands and I have brands that send me products and I in exchange for those free products I post to my social media talking about my experience and doing the podcast you know like all of that stuff even though it doesn't seem like it takes much time planning out my week and doing all of that I have at least Monday that's like a pretty busy day of the week for me and as long as I plan everything out efficiently I can kind of spread everything out throughout the week and I don't work that much but I don't want to sound like I don't do anything I work smarter not harder and I think you can take that mentality into writing too like it's okay if you don't get a lot done like Stephen King writes six pages a day like technically He's probably writing more days than I am, but that's still not a lot. He's, like, out living his life and being Stephen King, the guy. I don't know what he does. I don't even want to make assumptions about what Stephen King does with his life. But, you know, even Stephen King only writes six pages a day. He's not spending hours in front of a computer or typewriter. Who knows what he writes with. He seems like he might write with a typewriter, but not important. All writers are different and they all have their own processes. My best friend, Joe, he writes like basically every single day and he, he hustles in a way that I cannot, but that doesn't make either one of us better. It's just 
we're all individuals with our own way of processing things and putting those processes into action. So just remember that when you are trying to figure out what's my best writing process, it's less about doing what someone else does as much as like putting things into practice and figuring out like your own way of doing things. Like just because I know that Stephen King writes six pages a day, that doesn't mean that like the reason why I started doing it was because Stephen King writes six pages a day. I honestly just learned on my own that he wrote six pages a day after I had already gotten into a groove of writing, you know, however long I write. You know, for me in the past, as long as I wrote for like two hours every single day, I was happy. Um, And that was not taking page count into consideration. But now it's less about time and more about getting at least three pages in and no more than 12. Um, My goal every time I sit at a computer is I want to push myself because we find fulfillment in the challenge of whatever it is that we're doing and the flow of whatever it is we're doing. So while I'm writing, I want to achieve that flow state slash deep work state where I'm really, really into and immersed in whatever it is that I'm doing or working on in that moment. But I don't want to do it so long that my brain becomes affected by it and I'm like too tired and I have to lay down and take a nap and you know like eventually over time it's just like working out once again you know if you are over training your body like after a while it's just you're not going to be able to work out the way that that way all the time you're going to have to take a break and it's going to have to be a longer break because you really overextended your body and overtrained your muscles same thing goes with your brain. You know, I don't ever want to show up with the intention of making myself so tired because I'm writing so much and that's when I have to stop. I always stop right before my brain is about to like want to take a time out or take a pause. Um, and I always assess too, like if I'm getting closer to those three pages or closer to those six pages, like I'll kind of stop and check in with myself and be like, is is my brain still good like is everything good here can I still keep going and if my answer is yes I'll keep going but if I'm starting to like feel the fatigue coming on like "Mm, you know if I write anymore I might go into overtraining mode and I don't want to go there because I want to be able to show up these four days out of the week so I'll stop but of course you might be a baller when it comes to to writing and pumping out work and like that is that has no effect on you. Um, I'm just giving you what works for me and giving you a perspective on why it works for me. So like, hey, maybe it might work for you too or maybe it'll at least inspire you to come up with your own process and play around with different techniques. But that's all I have for you guys today. If you have any questions, please feel free to send me a message on Instagram or I think you can leave me a voicemail here if you look in the show notes if you have questions about the writing process or anything that I brought up in this podcast episode. I would love to know. Just send me the message and I'd be, I'll be more than happy to either answer it on the show or message you back personally. 
with my response. And as I mentioned before, I have my two short stories, I guess. All the good girls go to hell is a novella, but we can call it a short story for the sake of keeping that sentence uh, cleaner. But I have my two short stories that are coming out. I have All the Good Girls Go to Hell, which is now available for purchase everywhere where books are sold online. And I have the Indiegogo um, campaign page for Horror at the High Dive. Both are in the show notes. Go ahead and check them both out and purchase if you feel so inclined. I love you guys so much. Thank you again for tuning in and I will see you the next episode. Hey you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the My Best Life podcast. It means the world to me. If today's topic served you in any way, please rate and review the podcast and or share it with a friend who you think might benefit from the show. You can connect with me at instagram.com slash beckmedina. It's the best place to find me, but I am everywhere else online as beckmedina. You can find my books and learn more about me on my website, beckmedina.com. As always, I love you guys. Take care.